I'm here with Chase, Carl, and Frank, um, and who are members of a uh, company, an hilarious company called the Bit Players, and they're out of Newport, Rhode Island. At least that's where their main home is, and I'm assuming we'll get more about it. Uh, we'll hear more about it. I'm sure they do private parties and bar mitzvahs and, and, and whatever you can throw out there. Um, let's start with uh, Frank, who is the artistic director and uh, the person to blame for this whole thing. Yes. And uh, so he's going to fill us in a little bit. And I, um, you guys start thinking now, we've, we did have a woman on tap, one of the gals in the group. She wasn't able to join us. Um, but we want to get a little taste of your uh, uh, improvisational comedy. So you have to think of some of your scenarios that work well with, with two. Or I don't know, Frank, do you jump in or are you just... The director. Yeah, I yeah no, I, I perform. Actually, me and Carl perform. Chase is our musical director, so Chase does Chase does all, handles all the music for us. So he's oh, the one that doesn't wonderful, do the wonderful. Yeah, um, he doesn't speak very much. So, so um, well, let me just say one quick thing. Uh, as, as I was saying before, we were able to, to get. It was my fault that we didn't get Chase on earlier because of the email uh, thing. But I went online and saw a one of your. Um, um, things on YouTube of one of uh, live or tape of one of your performances where um, uh, I think it was Kevin was it Kevin that, that proposed yeah uh, actually we've had a couple proposals on our stage but yeah Kevin was one of our players who actually proposed yeah so uh, Frank give us a little background of the company how long it's been around uh, I know people obviously people come and go out of it uh, but you are a troop it, it, uh, to do improv and that I know enough about it from my uh, college days of uh, going to clubs that it's not easy. So uh, tell us a little bit about the club. Yeah, so uh, the bit players have existed in some capacity for about 12, 13 years now. Um, they, uh, they get, you know, they've started right there at the Firehouse Theater in Newport. Um, and, uh, you know, the first couple of years, they were kind of just this little like improv troupe trying to find its footing and uh, didn't really have regular performances. So we're just kind of performing here and there. Um, and then about 12 years ago, I, they, I was working with a company in, in Warwick, Rhode Island. I was the artist director of that improv troupe and I had met the owners of the theater at, uh, at the Providence Improv Fest. Um, and they really liked our company. They liked the two man show that I did with another one of our bit players, Jim. Uh, and they approached me and asked if I would be interested in doing some shows at the theater. I said, yeah. Uh, and we, that's how we struck up a relationship. And then I actually ended up leaving that other company and retiring from improv uh and they got a hold of me somehow they found out i had i had left and they got a hold of me and asked if i would come the bit players had gone through kind of a, a restructuring and they had asked if i would come and resurrect and be the artist director and get them you know to a, a better place and i said yeah i'll come but i'm kind of done with improv so i'm gonna bring jim with me um who, who was in my other troupe uh, and uh, i'll get them up on their feet and then uh you know i'm gonna kind of hand it off to jim and i'm gonna you know i'll be done with improv um, I, I had been done, been doing it for quite some time. It was kind of burnt out. Uh, that was 12 years ago, and uh, I'm still with the bit players. And uh, you know, now we perform every single weekend to sold out crowds. And uh, yeah, we've had a lot of people, amazingly talented people, kind of cycle through our company. Um, you know, it's just been a blessing to kind of have uh, always have a cast ready to go. But you know, it, there's definitely been a lot of uh, a lot of new faces and and sad sad faces to say goodbye to over the years. Now, Carl, I don't want to mangle your last name, so uh, why don't we jump to you? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Magner. Magner, like the hard cider. 
there you go. Now, uh, tell us a, a little bit about what, um, like your background. Do you have any theater background? Do you have any? Uh, I mean, I mean, what 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 brings you to this? And like, for how long have you been either doing this with this group or just in general? So I started doing theater when I was in high school. Um, like I think every other person who's involved with any kind of theater right now. Um, and my senior year in high school, I started getting into stand-up comedy. Um, and I found a taste of hogging the stage and making people laugh. Um, and I did that for a couple of years. And uh, one of my friends told me about the bit players. And you know, I went to a show and uh, wanted to audition and um, never really done improv before when I first auditioned. So, uh, but I went and did that. And yeah, I didn't get in the first time, but you know, I made sure I went back and auditioned the second time. Uh, didn't get in the second time and uh, <laughs> made sure I said, you know what, the third time I'm just going to go and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this and uh, went in the third time and I got in. Uh, it was, I was nervous, but you know, um, I've been doing it for a couple of years now. I think uh, I've been performing for just over or just under two years. Um, it's actually in our bylaws. If you audition for us three times, we have to let you in. So oh, it's not that it's not that Carl's talented. So. <laughs> I didn't tell him that, but but uh, you knew it was in there. So uh, Chase, again, help me with your last name. Segley. Segley. Okay. Yes. Uh, so uh, I um, I know Frank said that you're the you know, the uh, composer for the group as well, or at least one of them. Yeah, I'm the musical director, and I do all the most of the music live. We have two other musicians. Uh, and we underscore the show or we have musical games that, uh, you know, bring music to the forefront, either like line games um, where the players have to come up with jokes musically um, or we do, you know, scene work where there's music uh, either in the background or the foreground. And I Chase has got Chase has got to tell you his story about how he got how he <sighs> became a bit player because oh, we, we've had Chase. Chase was a, was it was a minor when he joined. <laughs> Uh, when I was, well, actually, Devin, who is the other musician, um, along with Jared, but Devin and I grew up together. Uh, we started playing saxophone together in the fifth grade, which is kind of funny that we've stuck around together throughout all this. But, uh, you know, we were friends. He would play piano. I would play saxophone after a while. And we had this show. Uh, it was part of the Secret Garden Tour in Newport, where we were playing on the lawn of the church uh and the owner of the theater jack made him came up to us and goes hey i've got a theater uh we're looking for musicians do you guys want to join the thing and you know devin and i are like yeah that sounds really cool uh you know we went now, in let, 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 let's paint the picture though so so yeah. here's these here's these <laughs> 14 15 year old kids playing jazz music in a park and yeah. some 70 year old man comes walking up to them and says hey i got a theater you want to come play music and we were just yes and they were, and they were like yeah there was no stranger danger at all they just yep let's do it let's do it no yeah. questions if anyone else is going to be in the theater <laughs> so which we, is fun which is funny that he came to you guys and said we we need musicians we, because yeah. he hadn't talked to me about it at all he just showed up <laughs> after he thought he's like hey oh, i got really you. yeah oh yeah no we had never oh, talked about it that. yeah he's like that. he's like i got you a piano player and a sax player and i was like okay i'll find a way to <laughs> make them work i guess uh, so yeah i remember showing up to that first rehearsal with the group and i don't know we were like what 14 15 years old and like Everyone else is like, 
I don't know, a lot older than us. So it was a, it was a really good learning experience. And, you know, I've been with the group ever since I went away to Berkeley college of music. So I was gone for four years and, but I've been with the group before and after all that. So, well, it, it's funny too, that, I mean, I, I think most people are acquainted with, uh, some form of improv, especially if we've, you know, grown up uh, in in the, I'm a lot older than you guys, but, you know, you have the capital steps and you have, you know, political uh, improv. And, but a lot of people will watch religiously. I love the program and not even realize what they're watching of whose line is it anyway. Now, do you guys, when you're working, do you have someone on a, on a horn or something where you just go until you think you've got there? Yeah, we. I mean, there's always a host. Uh, you know, I host a good a good portion of the shows. Carl hosts uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, we, we always have someone hosting in in the Drew Carey uh, capacity of, of you know from back from from both that era of, of Who's Line. Um, but yeah, I, you know, the difference. I, people always ask when whenever you say I do improv, they always say, "Well, oh, oh, is it like Who's Line is it anyway?" And w- the improv that I started out doing was not like that at all. We did what was co- what's called long form improvisation, which um, you, you go for 40 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half off of one audience suggestion. It's like a whole improvised play. Um, and I always said I would never do short form back then because short form was too gamey and it was too, it was, it was a shtick. It's not, you know, it's not an art. And, all, and then, um, you know, as I kind of, you know, matured as an improviser, I realized that the audience likes short form a lot more than long form consistently. Uh, and especially, you know, where we are in a transient city like Newport, where, you know, the tourists are just coming. They just, that's what they want. They, if they see improv, they want Who's Line Is It Anyway. Um, so that's, that's kind of how we develop the show that we have. And it's a lot like Who's Line. Um, it's just, you know, everybody's kind of waiting to be pulled into whatever games they're assigned to for that given night. Um, I do know that the tapings of, it, of, of uh, Who's Line tend to be very long um, because they'll do something. And if it is halfway decent, they'll tell them, okay, we're going to do that again. Let's change this. Let's change that. And they'll do the whole thing again. Uh, we don't do that. Uh, I have some more questions about the group and what you guys are sort of doing now, but I thought maybe in the middle of this here, do you, could we get a little sampling of, of, of what you guys do? Yeah, we could probably do something. So I will preface this with, we have actually explored and tried to uh, find a way to generate content through this <laughs> same platform for our audiences while this whole thing is going on. And we found that, uh, what we do does not translate very well to uh, this this medium, nor uh, does the lack of just energy in the room work for, you know, when you're sitting, the people who are sitting at home listening or watching this later on uh, may go, oh, that, that, that was that was clever, but, you know, it wasn't, didn't blow my mind. I promise you, if you come sit in the room of any improv show, it's a totally different experience. But, yeah, with, with, that, with that precursor, yeah, we could try um, maybe a little character work, Carl, if you want to do... Uh, want to do some uh i'm trying to think what we could do let's do some type of interview uh yeah. and i'll just cycle you through some some accents while we're doing the interview how about that <laughs> oh yeah i'll do my best let's do this all right uh so yeah so jim why don't you give us uh, a suggestion of just a really boring kind of trivial uh topic that you'd like to know more about the best the best breakfast cereal there you go breakfast cereal perfect absolutely so, Carl, why don't you be an expert on breakfast cereal, and then I will subtly drop in the accents as we're as we're doing the interview, and you can just keep transitioning. So, okay. all right, here we go. A little, uh, Chase, you got music there for us? Oh, he's good. 
Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Serial Killer. We have a very important guest with us here today. Uh, he is a connoisseur in all things crispy. Please introduce yourself, sir. Hello, my name's Chester. Chester, thank you so much for being here. Now, our audience really loves their breakfast cereal, and as I understand it, you are a, a, a man of obviously uh, great taste. So what's your favorite breakfast cereal? Uh, a single favorite breakfast cereal is something that's very hard to come by these days. Um, I like a lot of sweet things, uh, like Lucky Charms or a Cinnamon Toast uh, Crunch, Something that has German. a nice, something that has a nice flavor that makes me go, oh, with every bite. And I just want to make sure that emotionally inside, it just really brings me whole as a person, you know. Long Island. And you know, I just, uh, I got to make sure that if I crunch, I don't want it too crunchy. I don't got good teeth in the back. You know, I got the, the, the fillings that crack with the hard stuff. So I like to find the sauce. So I let it sit in the milk for a very long time. You got to let it sit there and get nice and mushy, okay? And then you just, you want to you wanna mix them together. You know, the lucky yeah. and, the, and, the, and the cinnamon. And sometimes, you know, you got to watch your cholesterol. Got to watch the cholesterol. Throw Irish. in some Cheerios. And uh, make sure that it all kind of gets together and really complements one another, you know. Uh, I prefer to have that normal milk, one, two, maybe 3%. All right, that's, that's I, hey man, 3% is my favorite kind of milk too. Now, uh, you know, there are a lot of serial characters out there. Who is your uh, favorite serial character? You know, growing up in, uh, in uh, Australia like you did, I'm sure you have a lot of, uh, a lot of favorite characters. Yeah, mate, uh, well, uh, Growing up as, as an Aussie, uh, we, we've got a lot of uh, foreign cereal that the, uh, the states have never really heard about. Um, you know, my big favorite is Dingleberries. Um, you know, it, it gets a laugh in the states. They're like, oh, Dingleberries. Uh, and, uh, you know, just make sure that uh, with the berries and the dingoes, uh, they get that hard crunch. Boston. <laughs> What was it? Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> and, uh, you know, get that friggin' uh, any of that really good friggin' stuff, you know, you just put it all in together. And you know what? You top it off with a nice big tall glass of hot Dunkin' coffee and you pour that right on top. Perfect. Thanks so much for being here today, Chester. We appreciate all your time. Yeah, no problem. Love you. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> there you go. Very nice on the spot. Um, I love the music. Can you play a little more music? Just, just give me a little jazz there. That I mean, you know, that really sounded good. No, I'm serious. What are you playing, Chase? What's the this instrument like you got? A, this is like an old Casio. Uh, oh, nice. Oh, that's great. That's Why don't you fun. give us a little uh, careless whisper? <laughs> <laughs> I got my whole life. Nice. Well, thank you. Brought to you by Starbucks. Anyway, um, now we got to pay money. So now let's let's get into the more serious stuff here. Uh, we're all uh, hunkered down, and um, those uh, who I'm retired, so it, it doesn't matter. You know, I just got good for you, kitchen. Jim. I just get dinner ready, and and my wife won't beat me. So that that that's what's good. She's still working. Um, 
So, uh, but I do miss, again, I, I, I was mentioning that I do direct, uh, you know, community theater, college theater, and, and nothing's going on right now. Um, and um, other theaters are saying, well, we're, you know, they're still putting out brochures and stuff. I mean, the theaters up here, GAM and, and Trinity. Uh, but um, you guys, of course, you're saying you're trying a little bit of this, little virtual shows and stuff, but um, your theater, basically your weekends that make you a lot of money. And by the way, it's BYOB, which I find great. Bring in a big mm. bottle of something in a paper bag and you don't got to pay them high numbers and that high fees. That's great. Um, but tell me about the theater. Now, you don't own the actual physical space, is that correct or, or incorrect? Uh, None of us personally do. The, the people who own the theater have moved to California a couple of years ago. Um, I managed the building itself um, and the facility, the theater itself, and then I managed the bit players as well. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of the uh, physical body who takes care of all of that. Um, but yeah, no, we don't own, we don't own the building. Uh, but again, the, the people who own it, who live in California, they also own the, the, bit players so technically you know they're, they're part of the players as well so the bit players own the building if you will um but yeah no it's 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 a it's an old firehouse right right in newport right off of uh, broadway and uh uh it certainly requires a lot of upkeep but uh it's our home and we love it and it's uh it's sad that we can't be there right now <laughs> you know we we built up a nice nest egg we've done a lot of we've had a lot of success over the years um but we're watching that quickly quickly deplete um the the fact of the matter is you know yeah there's taxes it's newport you know we got taxes we got you know mortgage on the building there's utilities still involved because you know the building we can't let it freeze it's been you know unseasonably cold here in new england um so that has not helped us one bit as our as the building is an old building and it's a big building and it takes a lot just to keep it somewhat warm we obviously don't have the heat cranked up or anything but and it's electrical you know we got all kinds of stuff there and you know as far as like stuff for our audience refrigerators and all those kind of things that are just sucking energy um so yeah there's a lot of, you know there's a good amount of overhead just in that regard um you know that that and, and we you know we were doing sold out shows every weekend but sold out to us is is you know 80 people um that's that's you know that's selling out and at a, at a you know we keep our ticket prices pretty reasonable so you know going from that to absolutely no shows no revenue um you know it has been a little uh a little bit of a sticker shock for us, you know. Um, I know, you know, those of us that get paid, you know, by the theater on a monthly basis, um, a lot of people have given up their pay uh, because we're trying to help them out. Um, you know, just one less bill for them to pay. Um, so, yeah, there's, there, there are other factors that go into it, um, that, you know, that they can't eliminate, but we're trying our best to, to help and, and, and make sure that, you know, we have a home to go back to and every day that goes by, it becomes a little more uh, questionable. Now you other two guys, um, do you, do you have uh, regular jobs in addition or is this your main gig? Um, actually, uh, yeah, I work at a high school. Um, so currently working at home um, and I bartend. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a behavior support. Uh, cool. So like a TA um, and, uh, and then I bartender in the summer when that's going out, so. And Mr. You know. Music. Uh, I teach, I do a lot of other gigs and then I write for people too. I do like commissioned music work. So, I mean, the bit players is kind of the most consistent thing I have. There's a regular schedule, but um, my now, life is all music. I'm, so. I'm, I'm still, 
on the free system of Zoom here. And they're, cut, they're going to cut us off in 10 minutes, which is okay. It's like, it's like you know, the hook. It's like, okay, you got 10 minutes and got, and you can, I can, you, know, you can always have one of the other guys set up a meeting. But uh, I think now is a good time to, to uh, Frank, for you to put out um, anybody who's just sort of joined or hit in the middle of this. We're talking to um, the artistic director and two of the members of the Bit Players from Newport. Uh, and they are, of course, not working right now. They are an improv group that works on the weekends out of the Firehouse Theater in Newport. Um, do you have something else that you've already set up with a website or from your website where people can just dole you some money? Let's, let's get that out there. Yeah, so, um, you know, part of the reason I wanted to have Carl on here is Carl has been a huge help in getting a lot of our digital content out. He's doing all the video editing for us and stuff like that. We're doing a lot of different series right now um, just to keep people entertained. Uh, we've been doing it all for free. Um, it's all out. It's on our, you know, our social media website, our YouTube channel. Everything's getting uploaded to our YouTube channel. Um, so you can go find us. Just search Bit Players uh, on any, you know, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You'll find us. Um, and, and that's where you can kind of keep – following what we're doing. We're doing a lot of getting to know bit players, one-on-one -on -one interviews. We're doing some, um, you know, some comedic sketches and stuff like that. Um, you know, we're doing a, we're putting together a master class right now where we're bringing in some other improvisers from around the state and beyond to talk about improv. So we're generating a lot of content, which has been great. Um, and we were kind of hoping that that would kind of get people to, you know, just don't, you know, give us tips and that kind of stuff. But, you know, we got to a point where we realized, hey, you know, we need a little more help than we're getting. So yesterday we rolled out our campaign uh, where people can donate to us to help save the theater. Um, it's uh, paypal.me slash firehouse theater. All right, so paypal.me yeah. uh, forward slash firehouse theater. All one word. All one word, firehouse theater. Uh, theater is spelled the, uh, with an ER at the end, the American right. way, the not the British question. way. American <laughs> way. Okay, listen, before, this has been great. And I want to uh, talk to you guys again. You guys are, are, are great sports to do this, and I hope this helps. I will post it on my podcast thing. I am going to do the video. I'm going to put that out on, on the podcast Facebook page. So people can, can link that right from the Facebook page and watch it. You know, uh, but I'll, po I'll post other places, it, the links to this on the other uh, group sites that are out there, Theater, IRI, and all that other stuff. Uh, nice. And uh, why don't you play us off, Chase? Yeah, there we go. And Jim, thanks so much while he's staying up to do that. Thank you so much for having us. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Until when everything's open, I promise I'll be in the front row. Yeah, we'll, we look forward to seeing you there, six <laughs> feet away from anybody else. Thanks for having us. This <laughs> yeah, is yeah, great. Thank you so much.